Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Now with 100% more hyperlink blocked. Hmm, and Forrest. Howdy. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Chris who listens to our episode, our podcast. But the other day, he was like, why why do you treat Forrest like he's not a host of the show? And I'm like, because... little behind the scenes for everyone back there. <laughs> the reason I introduce Seth first is it's a easy way for me to line up the audio when I'm editing. <laughs> so Forrest is an equal host of the show. You say the best for because, last. Because I'm in a different place <laughs> and time. It's, yeah, if you haven't ever it's been able courtesy, to tell, really. Seth is... Uh, you know, uh, not in the mul- same room. Not in the same room. Sometimes he is, but Sometimes. not usually. Yeah, this is a peek behind the curtain. Yes. Uh, we should, you know, delete all that. They don't need to know. Yeah. Um, just, continue, the, just continue to treat Forrest like a lesser being. <laughs> like I'm a furry or something. Yeah. Oh my God, don't. <laughs> now we're gonna have to actually delete it. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh gosh! Well, we called it on the podcast before. The lost episode. The lost episode. Um, <laughs> Listen, if y'all can reference it against me, I can reference it against myself. <laughs> against yourself? Uh, <laughs> no, because then that means you're moving to acceptance, and we don't want no. that. Uh, all right, this anyway. is the type of manic energy I love. Uh, yes, it's almost midnight. <laughs> we, um, I have played video games. Heck yeah. Weird, right? Video games. What? All right. Fantastic. Let me lay this one on you, fellas. I've played video games. Oh, were they from <laughs> any time recent? Or, <laughs> were yeah, any of them Resident uh, Evil? <laughs> were any of them Resident <laughs> Evil or Devil May Cry? <laughs> no. Okay. I wish. Fantastic. I look forward to hearing <laughs> it. Uh, We're going to come back next episode, and he's going to be like, because of you guys that made me go back and play DMC and Resident Evil, all of them again. Yeah, yeah. I just marathoned both series in their entirety. Uh, so I finally decided to start playing uh, WarioWare, Get It Together. And I think that it's maybe a bad game. Oh. Mm. Have you played it with other people? No, but I think that may help, but it still isn't going to make it fun. <laughs> Is that a Far Cry 5 situation? Um, I want to say this without... I want, like, without just saying it's bad. So, um... Well, for, wa- first, have you... Let's explain did you what play, Wario Did you play other WarioWare games and enjoy yeah. them? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I loved them. The DS ones. Um, I never played the one on Wii. Uh, I really only played the ones on DS. Okay. So, so WarioWare, uh, in case for you, the listener at home don't know, uh, WarioWare is a game where you play increasingly, uh, fast sets of, uh, they're called micro, micro games. games. They're not mini games. So they're like five like seconds, seconds long. long. Yeah. And heavily absurd. Heavily absurd. So like you'll get like picket and it's armpit hair or, hide from mom and this devilish mom tries to catch you playing video games or like, there's just a lot of like little weird stuff. Uh, find the gap and 
you know, or draw something back when it was on the DS. But you get so, like a few words for instructions and have very little time to process and do them. Yes. So here's the reason why David thinks uh, that the new one might not be good. And that's because uh, on top of having the few seconds to absorb the information of the instruction on the screen and the micro game in front of you, you also have to absorb what character you are using and how they traverse the environment and how they interact with the environment. Because in the previous games, you touched the screen because it was on the DS. Uh, now, granted, I never played any of the other ones that were not on the DS, so I don't know how many there were. I know there was one on Wii. Um, and uh, so, Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Okay, so I ne- the first WarioWare was. I never played that one either. Uh, so but that was that was all just uh, button presses. Okay. Yep. So this game, before you drew on the screen or use your stylus to do the simple action, this one you are playing as one of, I think there's ten characters, and they each move around the screen differently. Whether so, Wario has a jetpack with a dash. Uh, there's this character called Nine Volt who swims around the screen. There's Eight um, Bit who's a skateboard kid. I think that's Eight Bit. Eight Bit is a skateboard kid, and he throws nice. a yo-yo upwards. Um, and so all of these characters move in the space in a different way, and you're given these similar games of like you're playing, you can click recommended so you get characters that are suited for the games of that area but uh, you are having to absorb how do I get this character to interact with the space the way I need it to which is an added layer of complexity to doing the simple micro game thing it takes away a lot of the simple joy of the micro game Mm. Uh, and it also frustrates in my mind some of the silliness because I'm not enjoying some of the silliness because I'm having to jump over the roadblock of figuring out how this character is going to do this thing Um, it's it's kind of sad because I I think that this game had a lot of like I, I was very optimistic about it when I saw it and uh I think I maybe wasn't paying attention to the trailers enough back then to know that all the characters moved around the environment in a different way or were drastically different. And they are all drastically different. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's uh, kind of frustrating because uh, I might have been able to see this coming a little more if I had known that. Uh, but I missed that in the marketing materials. Uh, but I, I am open to playing it with another person to see if that makes the experience better. But it's uh, solo. It's, it's kind of a no for me, dog. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, uh, that was always the, the worry with it is that when you add that extra layer of... Um, it's like in the old games you were directly interacting with the screens yes uh, like you were directly doing what it was telling you and in this you are instead controlling a character and making them do um so it 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 becomes less uh 
it's just it's just this added extra layer of a thing that you have to do to process. Um, but that was the worry. It's is that does it? It looks. I'm sure there are interesting ways they implement it, and it is cool that they um, have designed the game so that every character is capable of doing all of them. Um, and I think that's maybe where some of the depth is supposed to come from, but it I think that's a thing it, that's more that's sort of more interesting from a design perspective than it actually is in implementation. Yes. Um, especially, so yeah, it's, I I bet it is better with other people, um, especially after you like know what everyone does. Um, but yeah, it, it it is a shame that it doesn't. From your description, it doesn't sound like it's something that you can pop in with like a group of people who have never played any of them. No, and it and it might it might be it w- it would it's going to be chaos no matter what. But it seems like yeah. it might be more on the frustrating side of chaos than the uh, in- entertaining side of it. So so that is that was the next step I was going to go on, Seth. Is that by adding, I I don't want to because a lot of people can say like. This is like there's the the people on the internet that are the get good players. Like they're like, oh, you obviously aren't liking it because you're not good. Well, WarioWare was never. I don't think it's a game where it's meant right. to have they, that get good mentality. Skill. Yeah. yeah, they're silly, fun games, and adding that level of interaction um, adds in a level of get good. So. Um, the character I mentioned earlier, 8-Bit, who I still am not sure if that's him, but he, he's on the skateboard going side to side and he throws a yo-yo up. You do not control the pace or the movement of the skateboard. So in the faster mini games, you get one shot at doing your thing of hitting with the timing of the yo-yo. You get one shot or you you lose the game. And... Like, when it comes to timing and stuff like that, like, that's, there is a sense of timing to WarioWare games, uh, but, like, not sure. like that. Um, they're it, basic, I just had this thought, WarioWare micro games, they're basically the, like, video game equivalent of a bop it. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. That's exactly it. It's, uh, wow, that is. You, you distilled WarioWare down to its base essentials nailed it uh i bet you <laughs> um, that was in a pitch meeting <laughs> i bet it was honestly uh, so i i could see however though though like i imagine that being frustrating playing by yourself uh when your only purpose is to complete the mini games i can't see i can't foresee an a situation in which four people are playing who all have characters which are not suited toward many games that they're playing, um, and it being fun because of it. But because it's like, also oh, who's, only who, a two-player game. No, oh, that's true. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. Hmm. I thought mm-hmm. it, I thought I thought it was four-player. Yeah, it's only two. So. Yeah, it's too bad. It's it's been something I've been like on the fence. Like, do I want. I kind of want to play this, but I just don't know if I'll enjoy it. I would so, say I come over and play it. Like, don't don't buy it without, you know what I mean? Like, I've already yeah. bit the bullet on buying it. Um, so I'm going to beat it and, you know, 
you like next time we're around, uh, even if we do the typical Nintendo commercial thing and set it up when we're eating dinner somewhere, <laughs> yeah, <and laughs> play it. Uh, we could do that. Um, but yeah, we got to be on on the the roof of our loft. Ooh, yeah. Uh, actually, the perfect place to do that would be like that sick Coca Cola bar at Disney Springs. We'll have our Nintendo <laughs> Switch up there. Uh, but uh. yeah. Um, it's, it's fine. Um, I just think that it's not what I wanted out of war, a new Wario wear. And, uh, we get so few of them <laughs> as is. So it's kind of a, a yeah, little a bit shame. of a bummer. Um, because it has been a while since the last one, but I do think that the like critical, reviews have been i think they've been mixed but there have been there have been enough who have like been into what it's trying to do um that i think it will be marked as a success for nintendo and hopefully um push them to uh try some more stuff like this would be perfect for like a mobile game um but nintendo is they're not really trying to make mobile games that are games um so it i doubt that they would be because you can't really, uh, there's not really a way to introduce microtransactions. I mean, I'm sure there is. They could probably figure it out. But that is, uh, it does, it, it's, so it's probably not something we would see on the platform where it would maybe be the most uh, easy to do different stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's also disappointing when, you know, the Nintendo Switch has a freaking touchscreen on it. Uh, yeah, it's weird. So and many games fail to utilize. I mean, that's fine on a level because the world ends with you. The the yeah. one they did was terrible. Yeah. Um, but especially so, one of the things that a lot of people got mad about uh, while we were gone on our small break because I was moving was that this colors game was announced or colors where it, it turns your. Uh, switch into basically like a Cintiq pad. Oh yeah, like, like a drawing a tablet. Pressure sensitive drawing tablet. Yeah, which is kind of it's cool. Really cool. But why not release a peripheral like that and put WarioWare with it? And that's sort of really neat. And you, they, they could have easily done that, but instead uh, they. I don't know, but they could easily do it. Um, and I, it's weird that they even included the touchscreen. Like, I know what they did, and there are some games which utilize it, but because their intent, their design is for anything to be playable and handheld or on or docked. Yeah. It just makes it so yeah. you can't. Um, there And there yeah. are some, there are some dedicated, like, only handheld games on the eShop, but I, I don't think, the, and one has come out for a while. They were more showing up in the early Switch years. Um, yeah. So it, yeah, it's it's tough. It's too bad. Um, they, what they would have to do is release a wireless controller that is basically cool. a Wii U gamepad, and I don't think they will ever do that. They'll, um, they'll so do that when they do Nintendo Land too. <laughs> I it would be amazing, but I don't think they're going to. Yeah. I do God. think they should bring back Nintendo Land, but yeah. So it's too bad. Uh, but I could see. I mean, if they were to do n- another Nintendo Land, I could see like some of the games only being available in handheld. But um, God, yeah, so what it's was, what was that game we loved on Nintendo Land? 
All of them? Was it the Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. the one where someone was the hunter. And like was it yeah, the yeah. Luigi's Mansion one? No. Oh well I mean yeah, that was that one, one was where fun. everyone was ghosts. I think it was the Mario one. Where you're yeah. like running around the the sort of hide and seek thing. Yes, the hide and seek one. Oh. That one is tasty. Man. Honestly, Nintendo Land a reason to still own a Wii U. Yeah, for sure. There are many reasons to still own a Wii U. Yeah, you can play Golden uh, Sun on it. Yeah, exactly. It's true. <laughs> this is true. Uh, it has the uh, best virtual console. I've, I've recently looked into buying a Wii U. Uh, it's more expensive than you want it to be. Yes. So, Unfortunately. Yeah, good. Yeah, keep it. Uh, yeah. I wish I never got rid of mine. And I don't say that about consoles. Yeah. I'm a big proponent of killing the past. Get rid of it once you're done. Uh, but I've also <laughs> been playing uh, Kenna Bridge of Spirits on the PS5. So I forgot that that was coming out this soon. Like, I was pretty much it's slapped. Soon. It's out. Yeah, well, I was slapped with the fact that it was out, like, today. Like, earlier today. Like, I saw that someone I either followed was playing it or that some reviews were out, and I said, like, what? Because, like, it just feels like it's almost out of nowhere. Like, I haven't seen any marketing for it for, like, a month and a half to two months now. Yeah, yeah it's it, weird. It was, like, a big thing when Sony revealed it, and then it kind of... I guess they showed it off again, like, a few months ago... Uh, but I was actually this actually came up in in a channel on my my work Slack. Someone was like, someone asked, "Hey, does anyone know anything about this game? It looks interesting, but I haven't heard or read anything about it." And I was like, "Yeah, that is weird. How it's coming out this week, and there aren't any reviews up, and there are like no hands-on previews except for like from E3 when yeah. that the last time people talked about it." So it is strange, but I think it sort of makes sense because you think about it, it is basically an indie game. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. It just happens so to be exclusive with some of the marketing backing from Sony. Yeah. Right. And it also, it doesn't look like an indie game because of the, no, the background of the people involved. But that is what it is. It's like these people's first foray into making a game. So I... I think it makes sense that they did not like push this as the next big thing. Um but yeah, it does it was weird how it was like here's the huge reveal and then uh nada until like this past week. Yeah. And I'm hearing great things about it, thankfully. So here's the thing. Uh I think I feel like this game almost needs to ask you a couple questions before you start it. Yeah. Uh and one of them is do you love action platformers from the PS2 era? And if your answer is yes, then by God, this game's going to be at least a 7 out of 10 for you. <laughs> and then the other answer question is, do you enjoy adorable CG creatures that are just so adorable and so beautifully rendered? And if your, other, your answer is yes to that, that's going to bump it up to an 8 or 9. And then... You know, if you can handle some of that jank of a action platformer, yeah, then it's a ten out of ten. <laughs> if you can, if all three of those things. So this game is uh, 
nailing it for me right now. Uh, $40, very well spent. This game's only $40. Nice. Uh, uh, digitally. It's going to be $50 physically in November. Because uh, I, you know me, I like to buy physical games because of the way I go through them. And so I, I was calling around and they were like, no, we haven't seen this game on shelves at all. Um, and so I looked it up and yeah, turns out, you know, only digital. Uh, funnily enough, and well, I know, funnily enough, weirdly enough, I could have accidentally downloaded the PS4 version, I guess, because when you buy it, it gives you the option to download both. The, P- the Sony store needs to really get their crap together. Uh, so I could have, I, I would have downloaded like 40 gigs worth of game instead of 18 or 20. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I think I'm about a third of the way through it. Uh, you know, there's a lot of neat creatures. Seth, I just met a guy with a dope owl mask. Uh, nice. So that was you have pretty my interest. Cool. <laughs> yes, I know. That's You've the moment it. I saw this character. Some, I was like, some bird ah. accoutrement. <laughs> I was like, ooh, this is a Seth character. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm really enjoying this game. It's very pretty. Uh, it, I love that it doesn't. It's like unashamed. It's unashamed with some of its limitations. So, it it harkens back to that ps2 era style of you getting to a certain point of the story and then it hard cutting to a cg cutscene, uh instead of like you know the the smooth transition yeah you know the one camera for everything it's just like nope here you go uh you're getting a beautiful cutscene right now and the cutscenes are genuinely very 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 impressive um so at the end of the day Games like this are sparing some of my frustration towards Neil Druckmann uh, because if studios are willing to put time and effort and build games like this, uh, then this doesn't sate my need for a Jack and Daxter, but... Like oh, I can, it proves I can, there's still why, a market there. That's I can why get you my were fix. coming back to Neil Druckmann. I was like, yes. what? What is he no, saying? No, no. Like I, 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 you I thought, know, Seth, I everything. You your, com- <laughs> I thought you meant your general bloodlust for Neil Druckmann. No, no, everything comes back day, to that. I Seth. need a Jack and Daxter. <laughs> uh, but if I can, if I can get my fix in other places, you know, of that, like Ratchet and Clank filled it for a little bit, uh, but Kenna Bridge of Spirits really is. Um, it's really special, I think. I, I'm really enjoying it. The story is very simple, so I can turn my brain off and just enjoy the pretty world. Nice. And I'm all about that. Um, and the music. Oh, my God. The music, Seth. I I implore you to just go like listen to some of the... Ba- if you're not going to play the game, go listen to some of the background music. And it has like... Some of it has like Bush Gardens slash Animal Kingdom vibes. Okay. Like it's really good. It's really, really good. Cool. Uh, yeah. I'm, I realize I've taken up most of the show with some of this conversation, but Ken and Bridge of Spirits is, is a great time. And once I'm done with it, Deathloop is sitting. I bought that game. I did it. I haven't played it yet, but it's sitting on my coffee table. I don't know why. 
since you bounced off of Dishonored so hard. Listen, I this from what I've seen on Twitter, it's it's totally okay to go loud as much as you want in this one. Yes. So, <laughs> you know, I'm just going to be a loud boy through it, I think. But, Seth, I want to hear about what you've been playing. I've waxed poetic enough about <laughs> the stuff yeah, I... Shut up already. Jesus. Um, <laughs> I, so, this is both news and also what I played, but last week was the sixth anniversary of the release of Undertale. Um, mm. And as a in in celebration, uh, fan gamer and Toby Fox, they did a like a, a stream of uh, Delta Rune Chapter One, uh, which was nice. And then after they got to the ending, uh, it was it was weird because I was like, okay, this, this they're done. I'm gonna turn this off. And then I saw Twitter freaking out, and I opened it back up, and it it seemed like after everyone left. Um, Toby's annoying dog was sitting there. Uh, Toby Fox was not, not actually in attendance. Um, he was portrayed by the annoying dog from the games, which is, is it's the stand-in for him. Um, and then Deltarune Chapter 2 started up, uh, and then they announced that it was going to be, uh, it was coming out like the next day. And so I was freaking out. I was super excited. It's been two years since the, that first one came out. Um so that uh, so I uh, because uh, I, I replayed the first chapter and then played through the second chapter um, over I don't know the weekend I guess uh, which you know they're they're both pretty short experiences um, made me remember how much I love chapter one chapter two is so great also um, I was laughing like throughout the whole thing it's so funny the 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 music remains uh, remains just banger after banger uh there's this the new the the right at the beginning of the episode is a homestar runner reference um, <laughs> and it is the most the weirdest reference too like i read what it was saying i was like wait a minute is <laughs> there's so many things in homestar runner you could reference that like would be more mainstream than this one weird random thing. Uh, and it just set the tone. I was like, okay, I, this is going to, I already knew it was completely my, my thing. But then when, when that was right there at the beginning, I was like, okay, this is going to be a great experience. Um, it's super fun. They're, the, the antagonist in this one is sort of um, like, has to be a direct reference to, um, the character Valentina from Super Mario RPG. I don't. You, I don't know if either of you guys know that reference, but <laughs> no, but the music that plays, the music that plays, and the way that that her laugh sounds, it's and she's hilarious. She's like an um an on just like a troll, like an online troll. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, and there's uh, it's so good, you guys. Uh, I, I love it so much. Uh, it, there's this character Spamton who is the what? Who is the best character? And he has like the best music. Um, and he's a yeah, he's like a spam ad come to life, and all of his text <laughs> is is the stuff you see in those weird spam emails that you get. Um, he's great. 
It's so great. It's so. Uh, it just made me so happy playing it, and it was it was so great because it was like the first thing, the first game in a in quite a while that I saw it. I was like, okay, I have to play this right now. Um, I guess the world ends with you was sort of like that, but it did not fear, fill me with the sheer delight uh, for the most part that this one did throughout. Um, a lot of fun. It's free, um, so anyone can play it. The first two chapters are free. Toby has said that he's gonna w- three, four, and five are gonna all release at the same time, and when he does that, they're going to cost uh, as much as as if you were paying through chapters one through five. But that's probably like I don't know, two, three, four years down the line. Who knows? Yeah, there's time. It's really fun. Super, super duper. I, I love it. I, I'm excited it. to play great. it. Uh, and spoiler alert, uh, there was a Nintendo Direct today, which is why we are recording on a Thursday at midnight. But <laughs> it was announced in that that it is. Um, chapter 2 is, is on Switch now, so I definitely downloaded it on Switch to play again. Because it would be it's easier than playing on the on my old dead computer. <laughs> and now I I was like, man, I can't believe this is coming out only on PC, and I was so bummed. Yeah, I was expecting and it to come out next month on Switch. Right, so I'm like it took it took quite a while for them to get Deltarune on Switch. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it makes sense that they would just develop it simultaneously this time yeah because they have the he even thanked um yeah god i i, what, I don't whatever know. her name i can't is. remember her name i feel so bad but i can't remember her name uh but she helps with the switch porting and stuff nice um, yeah and also so i was never the person who got super deep into the the bottomless pit that is undertale lore and theorizing um, but it is out there, and I do know oh, it, parts of it. It definitely um, is out there. Yeah. And there's tons of it in Deltarune, but the cool thing is uh, it's a lot of it is so much more upfront, but it's still equally mysterious, like, equally mysterious, and because there's no way to, like, go in and further the story, it, all of these mysteries, like, well... Here's a bunch of questions that you're just going to have to wait to find answers to. Um, <laughs> so that's really fun. And it is cool the way that different actions that you take that you do. It's weird because right at the beginning of Chapter 1, one of the characters, Susie, is like, your actions don't matter here. Uh, but Chapter 2 makes it seem like maybe, hey, maybe that's not actually the truth. Because there are definite things that your actions can affect the story. But also the stuff that you do... Um, at the end of chapter one, when you're uh, walking around the town, can affect stuff that happens at the end of chapter two. So um, it's interesting. Hmm. I'm I'm curious, like the way all that stuff is gonna play out. Uh, I'm I'm just I'm super excited. I I I'm gonna I hate that I'm it's gonna leave my brain at some point. Um, <laughs> hopefully sooner rather than later, so I can stop thinking about how much I want to play the next chapter. Yeah. And then I'll just get to be super excited in two years when the next ones come out. <laughs> uh, apparently, 
I saw something on Twitter about, I know that he said like three through five is coming out at once, but there's a chapter select screen that goes to seven. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so when I got that, I was like, whoa, seven. Um, there's some, I mean, there's some interesting like lore stuff that mm. may be hinting why there's seven. Um, gotcha. Cause like when you go into the dark world, uh, you go you through do. like a pair you go through a pair of double doors uh and there's like seven uh outside of outside of the ones that you go through in chapter 1 and chapter 2 like when you're walking around the town there's five other pairs of double doors mm. and so it's like hmm maybe this is where the next parts of the game will take place uh and there's also stuff with the different um the amount of obviously the amount of the like the colored hearts from undertale uh, right, and there's also like the amount of classmates that are in the class in in the like the middle school class that you're in, um, because whereas in chapter one it was just you and Susie who went into the dark world on their adventure, and this one, um, two of your classmates are also pulled in and become one of them becomes like a playable character, and the other one is just this incredible, horrible troll that follows you around and. That's that's so great. It's Birdly. He's he's amazing and also <laughs> awful. I'm excited. I'm excited to play it. Uh, I will have it beat by next week because I won't be able not to. So yeah. Um, Forest is going to be. Have you ever? Did you ever beat Undertale? No. Oh my god. Jeez. And you're going to play Delta Room? Well, I already played Chapter One this yeah. week. <laughs> Might as well. Yeah. I mean, um, you know who Sans is. Yeah. That's pretty much what all you need Yeah, to know. exactly. That's all the best. <laughs> you need to, for your emotional and mental state, play Undertale. <laughs> Are you sure that's great. the best move for yeah, me? Yeah, it's so good. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, Forrest, uh, did you play anything else, Seth? Sorry. I did start uh, Eastward. Which is that, uh, mm. the cool looking game with the the old guy and the girl, and it's like a, it's sort of like a Zelda like type of deal. Um, I haven't played a whole lot of it, uh, but so far it's 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 really cool. It, it's good looking, very atmospheric. You your weapon is a frying pan. Um, you know, it's a lot of fun. From That's from the, the very little from the very little I've played. Um, it's. It seems like it's going to be a cool adventure. It is. It does have a. The, the beginning is kind of slow, and it's been kind of. It's been a bit tough for me to, sort of, get down to the nitty gritty and actually play it. But I got through. Mm. I've. I've gotten through the first chapter, and I think after it is when the game. It looks. It appears that the game is about to open up and actually get into what the story is. Cool. Cool. All right. Uh. Forest, what have you played? So I played Delta Room Chapter One on my Switch. Um, based, so I'm not going to get super into it just because Seth covered most of the bases, um, and I, I agree with pretty much all the praise that he has for Delta Room. Um, yeah, I'm very excited for the second one. Um, I knew I should have brought my Switch with me to work today. I was leaving the house today. I was like, you know, I feel like I'm going to need this. But I left it on my desk and said, nah, 
I'll bring it to work tomorrow. And little did I know that uh, Chapter 2 was going to drop while I was at work today, and I could have been playing that for the last two hours of my shift. Um, But something I want to point out about uh, Chapter 1 is that with your party members, there's a very clear dichotomy between, like, basically how you choose to go about combat uh, sections. So with your classmate Susie, who's very violent, um, you so you can choose to like kind of like follow on that path of just beat everybody up. Or um, I think Aracel is the other party member's name. Uh, Ralsei. Ralsei, crap. Is his name. I I mean you got the, you got all around. the letters right. Just, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I switched letters around them. Yeah. Um so while whereas Rossay is very much like, hey, we could just like not fight. We could just talk to these people and you know, just n- like be kind to people. Um so like Seth said earlier, like Susie very much like reiterates the point again and again early on in the game that none of your decisions matter whereas Ralsei is always saying like hey like kindness does matter here like there's no reason for us not to be nice to people and that can shape uh how like the final encounter goes um and stuff at the ending of chapter one so I'm really excited to see how that plays over into chapter two especially um because I was I was very shocked with how easy it is to be like to do a pacifist play style um normally in most other video games i choose violence because it is the easiest way to get through missions and combat encounters and stuff because it is usually very difficult to do to like achieve the good ending of something and dishonored is like my perfect example of that it's so much easier to just go through and kill everybody um but i'm glad that deltarune makes it very easy for you to go either way with how you choose to do combat and i think that is fantastic and that makes me really excited to see how like what other options or like where these two paths could lead for chapter two um and just like the hilarity that's going to ensue because of it. Yeah, like. it's it's interesting. Um, so the whole thing with like Undertale, its big gimmick was that you could you could play it like a normal RPG and kill everyone, um, or kill whoever you want. But you could also like talk to the enemies and uh, befriend them, conv- convince them. Yeah, befriend them, convince them not to fight you. Uh, and do doing either. Uh, like there were three s- very different endings that you could get uh and based on like who who you killed and who you spared um but like other but so deltarune what was interesting when it first came out it was like okay this is a very similar looking system um but but it's different in ways uh because whether you like whether you end battles by acting um, to and like by doing the the, the non violent path or by depleting monsters HP, um, like that both of in chapter one they both are the same thing, 
Like you, you're not actually like killing anyone. They're just kind of running away when you deplete their health. Yeah. Um, and so it does sort of reinforce like it doesn't matter what you're doing. This isn't the same game. Um, it does, and it is that way for the most part in chapter two as well. Um, there is like a a mechanic that um, so when like the, when you get into the beginning of chapter two, you're able to go back to like Ralsei's castle, um, and it, you can populate it with the the different the the different darkness from the world. Um, Ooh. And you do that by uh, sparing them like a certain amount of times. It allows you to recruit them, um, but it, but like that doesn't it it doesn't really appear to have like any kind of substantial change outside of that. So it is interesting um, the way that that they go about that. However, there is I have found I've, the internet has found that there is an actual a really kind of twisted. <laughs> route that you can take in chapter two where you are killing everything in a very specific way uh and it is actually like killing all the people in in this dark world um oh so gosh yeah it's it's pretty twisted it's kind of even more twisted than what was happening in undertale um, i feel bad if i did that yeah i can't I, I imagine <laughs> wanting to do it but it's also weird exactly. because like i've seen I've seen I've seen like playthroughs and once you after you've like beaten the boss and you leave the dark world to go back into the real world everything else like is basically the same like it again it does not it's seemingly outside there are a few things that maybe change and it's hard to tell without being able to progress further than the story but uh, it seems like for the for the most part everything is the same outside so it is weird it's like are the things that I'm doing affecting this world, or is it all pretend? And and that's all. That is kind of a question because, like, at the end of chapter one, you wake up in this abandoned classroom at school, and there's like toys and stuff all strewn about the floor that uh, directly reference the enemies that you are fighting. And you're like, wait a minute, is that something that was actually just happening, or? Right. Were they just like having a really vivid game that they were playing? Um, so it, uh, it's it's interesting, and I'm and I am curious to see how the story like toes that line of what's going, especially because of the insane stuff that happens at the end of chapter two. I was <laughs> it was funny on Sunday when I was playing this. Uh, one of my roommates he had asked. Like he saw me playing and it was like, Hey, what's that game? And I and I said, oh, it was called Deltrude. And he's like, What's it about? And I was like, Hmm, how do I explain this? And so I proceeded <laughs> to explain to him the entire plot of Undertale and Deltrude <laughs> chapter one. Um, in in way too much detail. <laughs> you gotta um, do it. Of course, him. of course. But you can't ask me that kind of question and not <laughs> it's like if you ask me what Golden Sun was about. Um, Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Yeah, exactly. You, you, you get what you're asking for. That's why for. nobody asks yeah. me anything about comic characters anymore, because then I go into <laughs> an 80-year-long history of publishing companies. Exactly. It's not... <laughs> sure, you didn't know that I know way too much about this one thing, but... <laughs> but, but now you're about to. You're going to know all of that stuff. Yes. Um, and so, but as I was playing it through the end, uh, we were... 
it was me and a bunch of people were downstairs uh, watching the football that um, Sunday night, and I was playing the game, and I was going through the end, and he was looking over and seeing my like, my eyes were huge, and the the expressions I was making watching the end, it was like he was like, you're gonna have to tell me what happened later, <laughs> because somehow he's become invested in the story just by me explaining it. So, um, it's it's some crazy. The ending's really good and really wants makes me want to play more, um, but it's not possible. Yeah, not not for a little bit, probably sometime. <sighs> you know, hopefully sooner than later. Um, Forrest, did you play anything else? No. Okay. <laughs> um, with that, we are gonna go into the break. Hi, Big Joe here, and I'm here to tell you to check out Suplex the Sticks on all social media platforms at at Suplex the Sticks. Links for the socials and the invite to our Discord are in the show notes below. Subscribe and review the show on your favorite podcatcher, and while you're at it, let your friends know about the podcast. It's the best way to help us grow our community. And with that, back to the show. And we're back. All right, guys. Let's let's get one piece of news out of the way before we get into the Nintendo Direct, uh, and that is uh, um, the the news that uh, Seth threw into the chat. Yes, that, it dropped. It dropped like right after the Nintendo Direct was over. Yeah, that, sus- uh, suspiciously. Like uh, maybe yeah, they the, don't want people to know the, the initiative. That's what they're called, right? Yes. yes, the famed quadruple A Microsoft Studio that has yet to uh, put out a game, but is working on Perfect Dark, has enlisted the help of uh, Crystal, Crystal Dynamics, Dynamics. Uh, in making the next Perfect Dark game. So I have to ask the the members of this podcast. Does this mean that this is going to be the first septuple A game? <laughs> I was about to ask that. Is it more like a triple and a half A game? Or is <laughs> it just like because it's a quadruple A and a triple A studios, it's now triple yeah. and a half? Is it being diluted or added on to? Yeah, right. that's the real mm-hmm. question. I, I, I like to think it's going to be a septuple A game. Yeah. <sighs> I would like to think that, but. The, I, I won't pretend to know how the development of this game is going or how the studio is handling it. But if this is supposedly a quadruple A studio, you'd think they could do the game themselves? I I don't know how to word this without Game development's sound. hard. It is hard. But many studios are able to do things internally, and they're only AAA, you know? So, like, what's I that think, to say of quadruple I think you are underestimating how much work is outsourced in video yeah, games. Yeah, especially oh, for a set-tuple-A yeah. game. <laughs> I, don't, I know how much is I don't, outsourced for sure. I but want like, to note, I don't think, like, I think... So, outsourcing the Crystal Dynamics is a pretty big deal, because usually you would... Uh, outsourced to smaller studios. Yeah, so like, uh, well, so this seems I mean, more like know. a studio partnership that, to me. Yes, it's. I don't think outs- they're outsourcing. I think they are bringing in Crystal Dynamics to co-develop it. Um, and I don't know that it's always smaller studios because Breath of the Wild was famously was co-developed by Monolith, um, as they were like making Xenoblade Two. 
Um, yeah. Because, you know, they had they had more experience making huge open world games than the um, Nintendo EAD did. Yeah. Um, or, I don't know if the EAD does Zelda. Um, so, I guess it... But it, it's just weird because the initiative, you don't really know what their strong their their background and stuff is um, yeah cuz they brought people from all over uh but i guess maybe that could also be why they are bringing in crystal dynamics specifically because the tomb raider games uh while they sort of got i don't know the tomb raider the first tomb raider game was phenomenal um and i i I can see parts of that that are like, hey, let's bring in people who know how to do this specific stuff to kind of help sort of focus the the things that we're trying to do. Yeah. Um, or polish these specific parts. Um, look, I thought Crystal Dynamics could do no wrong before they... they, they <laughs> Did wrong. ...plopped Avengers out there, but... <laughs> um, so I don't I, like I don't think this is a bad thing, but it is <laughs> it is just kind of funny that it's like the quadruple A studio now needs help. Yeah, from uh, Crystal Dynamics. We'll see. It's yeah. going to hey, be it's going to it's going to it's the first Septuple A game, so you know we're laughing about it now, but yeah. we're all gonna the stakes have been raised very high now. Yeah, they've never been higher. They've never been higher. There's never been a Septuple A game before. They could soar to heights that we've never seen. <laughs> I'm very excited to see where this all goes, and I hope it ends up fantastically. But I'm not on the best terms with Crystal Dynamics right now, so this partnership or co-development doesn't uh, bode well for me at the moment. Hmm. All right. Uh, Let's get into the Nintendo Direct. Uh, Quite the Direct Seemingly a fever dream of 40 minutes of Nintendo news. It was very packed. Uh, Like, it was something... uh, It's, yeah, very surprising. Yeah. There were very few misses in this. But certainly quite a delight from start to finish. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) I don't know. There's not really a moment where I ever had the ability to be mad, which is great. Uh... You know, I'm a I'm about it. Make it really. It, it was a, just a treat. That was the the forty minutes I needed in this week. Honestly, uh, yeah. So if I wasn't at work, I would have been screaming through multiple sections of this direct. Actually, you know what? The the thing they kicked off with could have led to something that would have made me mad, but yeah. then it didn't happen. Good old yeah, monster so, hunting, which I one hundred percent thought was happening. Uh, but <laughs> Thank yeah, God. I'm so glad you were wrong. Uh, but I was on. I was there with you, thinking it was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, the first thing that they announced was the Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak DLC, uh, which is announced for 2022 with the quotes "massive expansion" around it. Uh, don't know what that means. Is it a threat? Uh, yeah, that's strange. <laughs> But or is like, it a promise? Is it, yeah. Is it, is it massive? Yeah. <laughs> what are you What are you trying to tell us? Is it expanding? Is like a, a a wink and a nudge type of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. it's a massive expansion. Trust nope. me, mom. Uh, 
but <laughs> it's so, it's so strange. Uh, I bet it's cool though. Uh, it probably is yeah. quite massive because uh, Iceborne uh, was massive on, on top it of was. Monster Hunter World. It was. Um, yeah. So, for sure, it, it may be huge, uh, but all we saw was a weird, like vampire-looking dragon. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. Yeah, it, uh, it bit the it bit the Rathalos. Yeah, it was like a a daggum spinosaur in Jurassic Park Three <laughs> when it attacked the T Rex. I love that frame of reference. Uh, so after that, I believe was there was like three games in a row that I cared about, and I don't know if I got them mixed up. Uh, so next after that, I think was uh, Chocobo GP, which is a Nintendo exclusive racer coming mm-hmm. out in 2022. It looks so good. Chocobo has, Kart Racer. Yeah. Chocobo Kart Racer, which has Gilgamesh in it. it does. Uh, and Steiner. The same, Gil- the same Gilgamesh who helped uh, Squall in Final Fantasy VIII. Uh, he's now a tiny man who's in a go-kart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he can't eventually, cipher, and then he was like, "God All right, bless." What I'm definitely fight, needs gonna, to happen, Chocobo, is that there needs to be a cactar in this game that doesn't need a cart. That's <laughs> he what just runs. He's just <laughs> running as God intended. <laughs> and he's a two. And he's a two D sprite. Oh yes, uh, yes, yes, yeah. Uh, that's what need. That's what's needed. In like uh, like the uh, Super Mario Kart sprites were. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> what, are, what are the odds that the Noctis and the gang in their car is one of the playable racers? Oh, I would be. love that. But it'll probably be the like chibi versions. That's well, fine. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. I just want all of them in the regalia. Yeah, right. I'll just the four of their the four of their heads <laughs> popping yeah. out of this car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's gonna happen. It's gonna be great. Um. So it's coming out twenty twenty two. Uh. You know. It's it looks dope. Uh, then I believe next was either so we'll just Disco Elysium, the final cut that has a release date. Yeah, this of, was cool. Um, I'm having to go to I kind of use the our Discord as a notes platform so that I could keep the conversation going. Um, it's in October, right? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, your guess is as good as mine, buddy. Uh, well, I'm just which very... game are we talking about? Disco Elysium. October 12th. Cool. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of games coming out in October. Yeah. Uh, as <laughs> we found out in this. It's funny to me that Switch. this was like, it, it was said that it was like for winter. And there's <laughs> nothing for December releases, no, I'm pretty sure. All like October. zero. It's either October, November, or next year. Yeah. <laughs> but those are technically uh, winter. Um, so <laughs> after that was Voice of the Cards. Oh More of a Heart of the Cards kind of voice, guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, voice of the what Cards, I, the Isle Dragon Roars. What did I say Ooh. earlier before we started recording? The smell of the cards or something? Yeah, this, that game, <laughs> this game is coming out October 28th, and it is 100% my jam. I haven't okay, even so, played the demo. Uh, this uh yeah this is from Yoko Taro. That's what I was um, about to ask. 
It is sort of a tabletop. Well, it's a kind of stylized as a tabletop RPG, um, where the like the over all the places that you move, you, you kind of have you are this. You are a party of of three people. Um, I have I've played the demo, um, and I just want to tell you it's it's kind of it's not great. It's really slow. <laughs> um, oh, there no. is this there's this uh, this one guy who narrates everything and his, he kind of talks like he's only half interested. Um, he narrates all of the dialogue. So there are like individual characters don't have their own voices. Um, and it's, it's just like, it's, it's really cool looking. And I think that the, the visual implementation of the cards and the way that as you move, they flip over and, uh, stuff can happen that you don't like, you don't know what's going to happen until you are on a card that flips over. Um, right, but it's, I th- I think it's it's kind of like aesthetics over actual enjoyment and and to to an extent just because of how slow everything moves, um, because there are not there there aren't characters that are doing animations, but there are but it there is everything takes as long as if there were characters doing these animations and so. You don't actually have the kind of visual stimulus of a guy swinging an axe, but still, the the playing a card that is the attack of the guy swinging the axe still takes as much time as it would. It's just it's very slow. The pacing is is weird. Yeah, I need to give that demo. A the music shot. is quite pleasant, though. Hmm. And it, and it is there there it is neat because the guy who's talking to you is the the guy who's the narrator is um, he basically presents himself as the DM of this campaign that you're doing. Oh. And in the demo, when you move to to different like where the boundaries of the map that you are allowed to explore, he'd be like, "Let's not go up there uh, just now. I haven't finished that part of the story." Um, so it's you know it it's the the aesthetics like the the theme of what it is is sort of buried in in all parts of the game. Yeah, it's just that in in some places it's not necessarily to its benefit, uh, but it is cool looking. Yeah, so you'll definitely you'll definitely have to like I've played I haven't gotten to the end of the demo, but from what I've played, I'm I'm thinking it. Despite thinking it looked cool, I think it might be a pass. Uh, we'll see. It's possible they they they're able to speed things up, and maybe when you play it, play the demo, you'll you'll think differently. Yeah, I'm interested. Uh, I I'm gonna download that after we're done recording tonight for sure. Um, Voice of the cards was the subtitle that you said, Isle of the Dragons, or <laughs> the. The Isle Dragon Roars. Mm, yes. All right. Uh, on top of that, we had an Animal Crossing Direct announcement for October uh, and a Smash Bros. final character announcement for October 5th. Uh, the final Sakurai Presents. Yes, uh, I then was they- glad... I was glad that both of these things were announcements of their own presentations rather than having those presentations included. Yes. Um, because, like, 
as much as I wanted there to be a new Smash character, I think it it makes more sense for that reveal. Like for this information, if it's going, if there is like lengthy stuff, like put it in its own thing. Allow allow this direct to have its just more <coughs> games. Um, and and it was good because there weren't too many things which like took up a whole lot of time with with a. Uh, with gameplay um, or explaining. Like, there was a, a Metroid Dread segment that I was like, man, I wish this would stop. So it could go, first of all, so they could go to the next game, so I would not see as much. Um, and then they, they did. Like, right as I was thinking that, it's like, you can go to the website to learn more about this stuff that we're talking about. And then they moved on to the next one. So I, I like that. I like that they announced when these were going to happen, and, then, and they're like, turn it to tune in on those days to learn that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, uh, the Animal Crossing expansion uh, is shaping up to be really big, uh, so that'll be dope. It has been a while since the last update. Real one. Yeah, uh, yeah. So um, then we also had. Let's see. I'm looking here. Um, there was a Mario Party commercial for some reason in there. Uh, for the new one. I must have zoned out during that. I mean, for some reason. It's because there's a new <laughs> I mean, one coming it's, out. It's coming out in October. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm going to buy it because it's Mario Party. And, I'm and it's chill. original God bless you. Yeah, it's original from the first three Mario Parties. It's still unfortunate there's only five maps. Yeah. Uh, I, w- I would oh. really, I really like to hope that they're going to include more. But <laughs> I just don't know. I, I, I do not have... A strong inclination that there's going they're going to expand on this at all yeah um then we got the reveal of kirby and the forgotten land not exactly the reveal but <laughs> well yeah the reveal because happened it turns around out like, that later <laughs> earlier in the day uh nintendo actually listed this game on their japanese website oh no <laughs> yeah and, and I, so everyone all the all the websites jumped a ton to report it and you know they it's it's very different than like a leak on a message board uh than nintendo posting on an official site that this game yeah. is coming out i'm so i was very happy on it. i was very happy that i was able to avoid hearing about that somehow because i was losing my mind when this trailer started I was completely yeah. caught off guard. I, I was spoiled. I was like, I was just scrolling Twitter. I was like, and saw it. Dang it! Um, <laughs> but I was still super surprised when when the trailer came up because it's an actual like three D Kirby game. Like you yeah. saw him move forward. He he moved on the Z axis <laughs> uh, rather than just like left and right or the fake the fake three D that was the the crystal shards on sixty four. Which was yeah. a bad game. Um, um, yeah, it looks really cool. It's the easy comparison is Kirby by way of Mario Odyssey because of the just the way that the world he looked. It it's it seems to be uh, exploring a deserted, a long deserted city. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the tweets that I sent, um, but I saw on Twitter someone compared. Yes. A bunch of screenshots in the trailer to very similar screenshots <laughs> in Near Automata. Yeah, I was going to say, it looks like Kirby's just hanging out with Yoko Taro at Near Automata. Listen, all I'm going to say Kirby. is that Kirby lore is deeper than Near lore in Dragon oh, Guard yeah. lore. And it's, and it's, it's, uh, 
It's pretty monstrous when he, yeah. what he is. Yeah. <laughs> but, but very cute. Yeah, so this is cool coming out next year. I'm excited. Yeah. Finally, a proper new, like... I mean, Star Allies was a proper new new Kirby game, but it was super short. Um, and even after they expanded on it, it was still, like, a very small game, despite having all the cool other characters you play. And this looks like uh, uh, something... It looks meaty. Yeah. Yeah. And, look, and it just looks fun. That's Kirby. Listen, That's what it should be. It's Kirby. It should be fun. It should be fun. It should be cute. There are two things that There's every Kirby dogs. game should be. Cute and fun. Yeah. And that order can be interchangeable. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> I think it'll be good. We'll see. I'm hoping. I want it to be good. 2022. Uh, sometime in there. Yeah. Finally, set. maybe Sek. I wonder if Sakurai has a lot of involvement in this or not. Uh, He's probably just a producer. Yeah. We'll see. It'd be nice, though. Really, really makes me nervous that. Really makes me nervous. He's not that, really uh, with Hal, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just makes me nervous that the last Smash character will be. <laughs> Bandana Waddle D. Yeah, or I mean, something. people have been asking for it. Yeah, you it's know. going. I mean, it's going to be something that. Is going to make you mad, so you're just gonna have to get used to it. It's Unless gonna be it's something. Sora or Master Chief. Yeah. And then, or, uh, <laughs> God, I can't, I can't even think. It's fine. Whatever it is, it's fine. <laughs> At this point, you know, life's okay. We, we got this direct, which provided so much serotonin at the end of it. We'll get to it. Uh, so. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Mario Golf Super Rush is getting two new courses and two new characters. Uh, Koopa Troopa and Ninja? Ninja? I can't. I don't know the name of that character. Uh, Ninji, uh, I think. Ninji. Ninji. That yeah. sounds right. Uh, I'm pretty so, sure it, those, those are from the new Super Mario Bros. games, which is why I have a vague understanding of who they are, but don't know that I've ever actually seen them in a Mario game. Yeah, because they're bad. Um, <laughs> sorry to the people that like them, but you're wrong. Uh, um, Disney Magical World 2 Enchanted Edition. Boy, howdy, did... Uh, what a fake-out opening. I there, think that <laughs> Mickey was being added to some Nintendo stuff. <laughs> yeah, or they to, said, uh, oh, an invitation. Yeah, an invitation. It really was weird. Mickey. And it had Mickey in like his. It was a weird version of like his sorcerer outfit oh, it from Fantasia. I, I was I'm like, a, I was like, in the, like the way that the like the visuals were, I was just thinking, this looks like a really weird version of like the Kingdom Hearts visuals. Is this just like an announcement that Mickey's kid smashed? As the Kingdom Hearts rep, because of the way the Mario trailer seem, the Mario Golf trailer seamlessly went into this. Um, I was that like, too. wait a minute. Is Mickey in Mario Golf now? I wouldn't put it past it, but it was just so weird. But no, it's just uh, the Disneyland Adventures game. So Disney Magical World 2 was a 3DS game uh, that came yes. out in 2015. Um, and it's getting re-released now for the Switch. Uh, you know, I might play it. Who knows? You know me, I love all things Disney. Uh, so 
get my me to go in there and hang out with this three musketeers looking Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Uh I mean, that's what he looks like. Once you once you get in there, look at that. That's some three musketeers looking Mickey. Oh, absolutely. I'm about it. So uh yeah, just like a life simulation game in the parks or whatever in the Disney movies. So you know. Uh yes. Next was Dying Light 2 is coming as a cloud version. Uh and you're also, cool we're, also we're getting, getting cool that we're getting more of these in America. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I honestly, I honestly cannot say that I will probably ever buy any of them because if I wanted to play one of those games, I would likely just play it on Xbox. Exactly. But but it's they're cool there for people, for people who don't have an Xbox. Exactly. Um, so Dying Light One is also coming to Switch. Uh, I can't remember the date on that, but it is coming. Uh, now let's get into the second half of this direct. Uh where I believe it started to really pop off. Uh, Triangle Every Strategy is coming time. March 2022. Yes. Uh, they dropped Project like we all theorized. Yep, <laughs> triangle no Strategy. Project Triangle Strategy, just Triangle Strategy. Same thing with Octopath Traveler. Uh, so it makes you wonder if they even, in the behind the scenes, are trying to name it something different. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know... But, you know, I'm excited. Did, did they say a new demo's coming? Uh, no, they said that they said it was it was I thought this was a cool trailer because they specifically talked about features that people when they did the original demo, there was like a survey people could do yeah. um, to talk about things that they were, wish were improved. And they specifically mentioned in this trailer a bunch of the like saying the results from the survey that we took after the last, last time have been implemented in these different ways and showed off like five or six things that um, were were going to be different uh, which I thought was really cool uh, yeah and it was a bunch it was a bunch of things that was that <laughs> I remember in the demo we're like oh my gosh this is this is making this a bit more tedious than it has to be so that, yeah that was cool um yeah very excited for this game uh very cool that it's uh Coming in March. Uh, I didn't really expect that. Um, then yeah, we got... I thought it was going to be later as well. But uh, I guess it has been a while since the original announcement. Right. Um, we got another Metroid Dread trailer because Nintendo, for some reason, cannot help themselves but show us every bit of this game. <laughs> uh, so, Metroid Dread, looking good. Don't know how much more good it can Don't look. Don't know how much more I could take. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I'm ready for it. Uh, then, in my opinion, what maybe is the, the star of the show. Uh, there were many stars of this show. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but Star they all Wars. all kind of happened one after another. Yeah. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. The God original. Bless. Coming to Switch. This is what I've been waiting for for about two years now. I've been waiting for this to be re-released in a good capacity for quite some time. Yes. Especially on Nintendo Switch. Uh, And I'm so excited for all the people that are going to get to play this for the first time. Me. Uh, I hope you're as unspoiled as possible going into it. 
Um, 20 years of being alive and a Star Wars fan is kind of hard to avoid. I mean, still, but there's a lot of character beats and stuff that you don't know about. Yeah, that's fair. So, uh, and, but maybe your character beats will be different because it all depends on how much you want to get to know some of your crewmates and stuff. So, man, that game is real special. <laughs> uh, that's a day one purchase for me. Uh, um, and then, Seth, did you ever play Knights of the Old Republic? I did not, but I'm going to be honest with you. Since Sony announced that they're remaking the game, I'm not going to play this version. I'm just going to wait. I just, I have a lot of concerns with what that remake is going to be, but I know that I'll still play it and possibly enjoy it, but I just don't know how much they're going to change stuff. I, mm, So I was thinking about this. This is sort of... Uh, a bit of the off off of this topic, but um, I was wondering about that the other day. Yeah, uh, I was. You're wondering about Knights of the Old Republic the other day. Um, <laughs> the other day is this remake going to be canon? So, like, I am curious Disney? about it, and the reason that I thought about it is because I walked into GameStop and they had a. Exactly. Like the, uh, they had a, a freaking mm-hmm. Darth Revan lightsaber behind yes, the sir. counter. Uh, and this I was like, wait a minute. That's, <laughs> that seems peculiar that they would make this lightsaber for this character from this game from like a decade ago. Yes. Uh, and so I'm like, I, 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 I'm, I'm just like, is it now? And since they're actually like remaking it from the ground up, I, I can see why you would wonder about, uh, not just like gameplay changes, but story changes in order for it to fit into what is the actual canon. Of, Correct. Because I, th- I think it would be cool if they decide to make it canon um, because it, it, has, it is a cool story with a, with a really cool character, even if they won't ever really like use him outside of this game. So there, uh, this is, you're, you're getting into parts of knowledge that I know about and could expound upon. Uh, ah. For quite some time, uh, but ah. <laughs> essentially, in the in the latest books that are canon, they have dropped Revan bits. Uh, well, talking, I mean, he like, he as a character was canonized in um, the, the the last movie. Yes, b- because of the the whatever the the Sith fleet. The, yeah, the Sith fleet that were like the Revan fleet or whatever. Right. Even so it was sort of in the background, and they they didn't actually make any mention of it in the movie. Yeah. Um, so that they've they've done a lot of dancing around making Revan canon, and in the books especially, there's been specific mentions in some of the comics. So um, that's why that is another reason I think that the the new game is going to be uh, a different story or a different version of the character. Yeah, I I think it'll still I, be. I can't just imagine as that effective. they change. I can't imagine they change much of his character. But it is like, it is weird. It's it would be hard to make a character like in that world canon and out in the rest of Star Wars because anyone who plays it, it's going to be a different character. Correct. I mean, the like the overarching plot beats are still going to happen, but whether they're evil right. or good is is going to depend on who's playing. So, mm. 
That would it's be interesting. interesting if they go more of a linear path in that to create a specific characterization. I don't know. We'll see. But if you don't want that, you can play the original version uh, on Switch when it releases. <laughs> yeah, which will be me. I'll play both. Yeah, I'll play both. Um, uh, so then it went to Nintendo Switch Online getting N64 and Sega Genesis games when you upgrade yes. okay. you, your... You're just, you're just lumping both of those in there when one of them is way weirder than the other one. <laughs> okay, um, yes. Sure. First of all, 64 games, um, this was kind of... People were theorizing about this because Nintendo, like, they uh, a patent for a new controller um, was... That, like, people found that they had filed a new patent, and people were like, hmm... Uh, this has a, a very similar like uh, filing name to what the Super Nintendo controller was for that, and people speculated it was Nintendo 64 controller, and that turned out to be true. Uh, Nintendo 64 is coming to Switch Online, and there's going to be a wireless 64 controller for Switch, which I absolutely will buy for some reason. Um, it seems like it seems like there's only going to be like five games at the beginning, uh, which is. I mean, not ideal, but they did announce. They also announced a, a few games upcoming. That okay, it's uh, nine games with letting us know some more that are coming. Um, very surprised that Mario sixty four was in this list. Well, not surprised, but also surprised because they made a big deal about releasing it in that in that the collection right. a while back. Um, Mario Kart sixty four, the best Mario Kart, finally on Switch. Uh, Star Fox 64, that's dope too. Um, Sin and Punishment, which is cool. Notoriously, uh, notoriously, Seth and I, uh, big Sin and Punishment fans. Uh, Yes, despite having played very little. (laughs) uh, Only, like, beating a large chunk of the game at a Wii (laughs) kiosk at GameStop. Yes, Uh, but, but look, you can't, the des- it's got really cool designs. It's just a cool looking game. Yeah. Um. And you know you'll be able to play it. I'm pretty sure that like the they released Sin, is P- Sin and Punishment on the Virtual Console on the Wii U. Um. And mm. it's basically even though it never came out in in America, it's entirely playable because it's all like voiced in English. Oh. Nice. From what I remember. Um. um. But they also they also showed upcoming games um, that were, I think it was like Paper Mario was on there, something else, Majora's Mask was on there. Uh, but also Banjo Kazooie is a game that's going to be back on Nintendo consoles. Yeah, boy. Um, which is Banjo. again, it's something that like I don't I I would expect like it makes sense for it to be there, but also I just do would not have expected it to happen. Uh, so that's that's dope. But yes. Um. After this, they also revealed that Nintendo Switch Online is getting a Sega Genesis lineup for some, like... It's just this this kind of bottles the mind. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not Game Boy you know, games. You know the classic phrase. Not Game Boy Color. Not Game Boy Advance. Sega does what Nintendo don't. <laughs> and that's beyond <laughs> Nintendo consoles, apparently. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 
This also, uh, also, they, also F Zero X is coming. Yes, that that's glad. actually a very was, big thing. I was thing excited for me. that they said that. That's the first um, time they've mentioned F Zero uh, yes, yeah. in they, years. Then what made me remember that was when you said <laughs> Sega does with Nintendo, and it's like, oh, <laughs> Sega's like, oh, you're not going to release F Zero. Well, then we're going to release all of we our will. games. Yeah, yep, there are they are F Zero is coming. Um, this is so weird, and there's also a freaking Genesis wireless controller. This is. My brain does not like know how to accurately process this information. Like I just, I have no, I cannot form an opinion about this because it's like it, it, there's it's like a big does not compute sign that keeps flashing when I think about this. <laughs> so, um, as someone who recently, uh, I want to note, I bought a couple months ago because it was on sale for real cheap. The like Sega Genesis 50 game collection on the Switch. It has all of these games in it. Yep. So and I bet all of those games are gonna eventually come to this. Like, that is only twenty dollars. So you could <laughs> I mean it's I don't think that people are gonna be upgrading to this because of the Sega Genesis games. But no, like absolutely not. uh it is it's just kind of funny. That they released that, and then we're like, hey, here's all those games are here. Yeah. Or they will be here. Kind of kind of bull that they have Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, but no Sonic Spinball. Yeah, that's a true tragedy. Just a reason to buy the $20 collection. Yes. Uh, but they, so they also said that these are going to be... Um, this isn't going into like the regular. It's not going to just be included in the current Switch Online. That's going right. to be like they're calling it the Nintendo Switch Online Plus Expansion Pack, which is a terrible name. Just call it like Switch Online Gold or something, or uh, Fire Flower. I don't know. Um, and so it's going to cost more um, on top of the Switch Online to get these two things. Two things, which will most assuredly be worth it if they add Sonic yeah. Spinball. They really need to add uh, GoldenEye to the N64 one because I mm. have never played it. That will, uh, That's going to be a tough one. <laughs> it would be really cool if they figured out a way to make that work, but... Um, we'll see. Rare themselves... Like weren't able to remake Goldeneye on the on the Xbox when they tried uh, because of licensing issues. I think it will be tough, but maybe I don't know. It's never. It's not impossible. And having actual the original Goldeneye with dedicated four player online would be amazing. Yeah. Um. Let's let's burn through some of these. So that's all the stuff for. That's going to get another separate showcase in like Octo late October where it's more detailed uh, with the upgrading and everything. Um, so now we got into uh, there's a Shadowrun trilogy coming to the yeah. Switch in 2022. <laughs> um, there's Deltarune Chapter 2 coming today. Yep. Uh, cool. Castlevania fun, Advanced fun. Collection. Yeah. Woo! Came out today. Yeah. I don't want to hear that meh. 
from you, Sid. Look, I know you're excited about it, but it, it pales in comparison to the things that are around it. Those three games are yes, 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 straight bangers. <laughs> Act Razor Renaissance oh. came oh out my today. Gosh. I this is eh. <laughs> if it if not no, for like game... the stuff that that came after this, this would have been like this would have made the direct for me. Yeah, this game, you guys, is so good. I haven't played it. I haven't played the the. The new version, because apparently it has like new stuff added onto it, which is very exciting. Um, this game on Super Nintendo, it's like one of my favorite games ever. It's so fun, and the music is so good. Um, it's like this, this. In the one hand, it's a side-scrolling action game um, where you play this guy with a sword, and he's got magic powers and stuff, and you go fight big monster bosses. And then I love it's games also, like that. It's also a city builder um, where, like... You, a city razor, even. Yes. Uh, so you play this angel that is, like, directing the, the redevelopment of these different cities after, like, trying to bring them back after this evil lord has come and destroyed the land. Um, and, like, as you build the cities, your character gets stronger and gains access to new powers because, the like, the the people of the city will come to your shrine and be like, Lord, we found this magical totem. You, we, we're sure that you could use it, and it gives you a new power-up. Um, it's so good. This game is so good. I'm so excited to play this. Yeah, I mean, me too. It. it looks awesome. You gotta play it. It's so good. It's. It was definitely not as anime in the original uh, <laughs> version of this, but it's something that I can I can be fine with. It's pretty controversial whether or not the new look is good for it or not uh, on Twitter right now. Um, but I think it looks pretty cool as someone that's never played it. So I'm yeah. going to play it. I, like, Same. I, I mean, yeah, it's the old look was good. I think the new look, I, well, I haven't played in Emotion, but I think it's fine. Um, what's really cool, though, is that all of the music got new arrangements and there's new music. And like I said, Every track in this song, in this game is a banger, but there is also the option to listen to the original like 16-bit versions of the songs, which is also dope. Man, the the very first track you hear in this game is maybe the best track in the whole game, and it's just like it really comes out with a bang. Yeah, it sets the tone. Yeah. Nice. Um. So that looks great. Uh, there was no Hollow Knight Silk Song news. Uh, It'll happen one day, buddy. Um, Splatoon three got another trailer. Uh, oh no my date. Gosh, this trailer, yo, this this was dope. It it was dope. Uh, the, it's got a tank, a spider tank. Yeah. There's this weird super move that turns you into like some sort of freakish. Spider-Man right. type yes. of thing. Yes, you turn into an ink person. That you already are kind of an ink person, but you, yeah, you turn into like, yeah, you are a kid and ink. Yeah, or normally you can turn into you can go from kid to squid to go through <laughs> ink. You turn into ink kid, yeah. and you can go like through Spider-Man squid swing. You can like Spider-Man swing around. And you it's basically really turn into of, like an ink symbiote. Like that's yes. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of freaky looking. I I missed it the first time, 
Like I somehow didn't see it the first time I watched the trailer, and then I went back and I saw it. I was like, "What the heck is that? I don't like that. It's kind of unsettling looking." Um, but the new maps look cool. The music, of course, is great. The style is great. But then the trailer for the story mode was also insane and had great music and had freaking furry octopus tentacles. I don't. Yes. I didn't like them. It's called uh, Return of the Mammalians. Yes. <laughs> this is, you know, mammals are back after they have all gone extinct. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this game. It's more oh, Splatoon. How are, you, how are you not going to love it? I'm very excited. I just want to know when it's coming out. So Nintendo needs to get their act together and get with some kind of clothing store and release the actual gear that you wear in Splatoon in real life. Listen, you can only really buy it at the Nintendo store. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, I I mean I have that one hat. I have the yeah. one It's not enough, David. Yeah. It's it's very dirty now because I, I wore it so much. I need a whole wardrobe. Yeah. Of proper Splatoon merch. I'm with you. You absolutely could make a wardrobe out of the clothes. You would definitely be like a weird hype beast type guy. <laughs> like you'd be a certain type of person, but you could build <laughs> an actual wardrobe that you could uh, wear in real Have life. you not met Forrest? <laughs> he is kind of a hype beast a, a very weird one at that Not in a bad way Yeah, no <laughs> But I mean, there's also normal clothes in Splatoon Like yeah. some, my my favorite uh, Yeah, but why some, would you my wear favorite normal pieces clothes? That I used in Splatoon 1 Were just like these Solid color sweatshirts With like these little uh, Cool logos on them I'm like, shoot, if I could buy that in real life, I would buy it and I would wear it. Because it looks like just actual normal clothes. <laughs> We're not talking yeah. like Tetsuya Nomura zippers everywhere. <laughs> some, some weird um, asynchronous top. That yeah. Half of it goes down to your knees and the other half only covers your... Half pectoral. of it's a crop top. Yeah. <laughs> See, now that's the kind of extra I aspire to Yeah. <laughs> Look, we all um, aspire to that, but none of us could actually wear it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, God, I wish. Um, then we got another three. We got Bayonetta 3. Ooh. It looks so good for me, man. I I assume y'all don't feel the way I do. I really liked Bayonetta 1. I didn't like Bayonetta 2 that much. That's fair. So I stopped playing it. That's fair. Which is weird because... I was because... really confused by the appearance of the <laughs> dog. The, the dog mascot from Astral the Chain. The dog mascot I, from Astral I literally Chain. thought that it was going to be an Astral Chain 2 announcement. And, and we got to the part of the trailer with the dog. And I'm like, okay, this is definitely Astral Chain 2. Literally less than a second later, Bayonetta drops in. and Especially because the monsters sort of look like Astral Chain enemies. Exactly. Exactly. Like they're not angels. They're not the typical... Uh, golden at an enemy fair. Yeah. Also, did you notice? Th- well, first of all, this was also just straight up in Tokyo. Yeah. Um, because, but did you notice the the one hundred four building was actually the, the one hundred one and building. under it, it said wonderful. I was yes. like, Oh, that's neat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a 
nice little shout out. What if this uh, is just going to become the huge platinum game crossover so game? You see, There's... this is this is what I was thinking. I was just like, are they especially because of what happened at the end? Even though it's not really platinum, but um, it's just like, <laughs> are they just going to cram all of these characters in here just for fun? <laughs> because it'd be so, cool. I mean, I'd have a fun time with it. So a lot of people are theorizing. Uh, so in Bayonetta 1, you rescue... God, this convoluted story. No, no, no. You, you rescue Bayonetta's child past self named Cereza. Yes, that's you, convoluted. You th- rec- no, you that's rescue, a very direct yeah, way to explain str- it's pretty that. pretty straightforward. You rescue yourself as a child. Yes, and that happens save, all the time to everyone. Uh, and then you drop yourself off in a separate timeline. Yes. So once again... You are removing your past self from your timeline into another timeline. Thus creating a new timeline. And so uh, the hair that this Bayonetta has in the trailer is closely matched to the Cereza hair. Yeah. uh, Instead of the normal Bayonetta hair. Also, and of apparently, course, this version of Bayonetta looks younger and has a different voice actress. Yes, that's yes. what I was about so to say. So it's going to, it's Cereza in the Platinum verse. Most likely. Also, I'm very cool with it. The uh, Also, the initial trailers of this had regular Bayonetta in it. So, right. Maybe it's, maybe they're, they're both here. Both Bayonetta. They're all here. Uh, they're all here, yeah. And Virgil. <laughs> and Virgil from Devil May Cry. <laughs> Yeah. From DMC. <laughs> Apparently. Except Platinum's, Platinum's Virgil, <laughs> legally distinct, because his sword is on his back, not at his hip. Yes. Yes. yes and, it's, and it's V-I-R-G-E-L. Yeah. Yeah. Um, th- there's a part of the trailer, though, where she's, sum- where she's summoning big like monsters to fight other big monsters, and two of them are definitely DMC1 references. One is just straight up Griffin, and the other is straight up Phantom, the big like lava spider thing. I uh, think also you've got to realize that all of Bayonetta One is was it, just DMC yes. One. Oh, I know. Like it, I know. Yeah, <laughs> but now it's uh, like we are, <laughs> we're almost crossing the streams here, like officially. I yeah. mean, I could see them doing it. Freaking I mean. I don't see why why Capcom wouldn't play a game. To be honest, Two B is gonna show up, it's, <laughs> and everything's gonna everything's gonna hit the fan. Um, There's no more fourth wall. Let's let's talk about the most insane news that came out of this direct. Yes, this isn't um, chronologically. This was not at the end. It was more no. like two thirds of the way through. But it was the most. <laughs> Uh, uh, it's the most mind-melting two minutes yes. of my life. Was this not the end? No, it was not. No. Oh, gosh. Uh, both Splatoon <laughs> and Bayonetta 3 happened after this. Ah, I see, I see. Uh, so they bring out Miyamoto. Shigeru Miyamoto, he walks out. He's like, Sh- hey, I want to I wanna tell people something. And of course, you know, the fir- I think the first thing you go to is Odyssey 2, but it's not that. And he's like... We've been, as you know, we've been working closely with whoever the heck that is. Illumination. Illumination on this, the Super Mario movie. And I was like, oh, we're getting a trailer? And it's like, unfortunately, it'll be a while before we can actually show you some of the footage. And, but then he said that he was going to announce the cast. 
Um, and I was not prepared for what was about to happen. No one was. No <laughs> one was. Uh, and I don't know why. Like, I can't actually imagine who else I would have picked now that I think about <laughs> it. Uh, but shall we run down these? Uh, first of all, Mario, our leading man, famous Italian, uh, usually voiced by, by Charles Martinet. Will be voiced by who? Uh, Chris Pratt. Crisp <laughs> Rat. Uh, this is just inspired. It, it's did. really inspired casting. Listen. It you, left me feeling like I was it like... It left uh, me feeling empty. If you've watched that uh, I Think You Should Leave sketch yes. where he's... <laughs> driving and he's yelling i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> yeah. that's stuck here that's how it left me feeling i the moment his face was on the screen i was like i almost cursed and shigeru miyamoto says oh he's so cool and i'm like oh no no <laughs> this no. is gonna be a disaster so and it only it got better sense. from there it makes absolutely no sense, and I think that's why it's perfect. <laughs> because I just, I cannot even hear in my brain how he's going to do this. Like, is he going to do a fake Italian accent? Here's my, here's my slight so. aggression. Uh, I don't think Chris, Chris Pratt... <laughs> I don't think Chris Pratt has many different... I think he's pretty one or two note. He doesn't I mean, have, yeah, he plays yeah. the same character and everything. It's just yeah. different levels of enthusiasm. So yeah. he's going to sound um, like Andy Dwyer. Right, he's going to be Chris <laughs> Pratt. And it's just... It's going to be strange. <laughs> it's going to be real weird. Uh, I th- I don't know, but I think he could do a fake Italian accent. It's not like Mario has a good Italian accent. You just add an A on the end of every word. Yeah, well... we'll it see. works for me, uh. We'll see. Yeah, exactly. Anyone can do it. Um, I could okay, have been Mario in this movie. Uh, Let us continue, get... because <laughs> the next announcement was Anya Taylor-Joy as Peach, Inspired. Absolutely astounding. Great. I love it. She's, yeah. she's, she's awesome. And then the, the insanity starts. Yes. Luigi. <laughs> and we are already Mario's starting brother. at 100. Yes. <laughs> this, this. We start at 100. <laughs> And continued further into the stratosphere. Um, we were higher than Elon see, Musk. I can't wait to see Luigi, Mario's shy brother, or whatever he said. He <laughs> voiced by one of the most insane people. <laughs> voiced by Charlie Day. Charlie Day. <laughs> Luigi. <laughs> He's going to go straight through that door marked pirate. And... <laughs> Just record in the booth. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> and then it's you like you, you can't make just, this up. You could have just ended that whole segment <laughs> and be like, "This is the most insane thing I've ever seen." Yeah. And then they're like, "Bowser." At this is point, gonna be voiced by Jack Black. <laughs> <laughs> and then Shigeru Miyamoto says, "I can't wait to hear what Jackson is gonna bring to this." And I'm like, "Never in my life did I think I was gonna hear." Jack Black referenced as Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> uh, <sighs> oh, 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 fellas. 
and it, it somehow it brings, it brings going. It brings so much joy. <laughs> I was yes. I was, let us not forget Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, <laughs> and you know <laughs> Keegan Michael Key as Toad. Toad as Toad. <laughs> he will absolutely do the Toad voice, though. Yeah. It, you know so, going so there's another actor that's later in the list that I would have probably cast as Toad if it were me. But we'll get <laughs> is there. It Fred Armisen? Who yes, is it is. Kong? It is Fred Armisen. I would have cast him as Toad, honestly. But I'm very excited either way for how this turns out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Kevin, Kevin Michael, Michael Richardson, yes! a famously very deep voice, is being yes! is Kamek, which is just like what? That makes I no mean, sense. It's cool. It's it's gonna be an intimidating version of Kamek. He voiced Goro in the Mortal Kombat movie in two thousand or whenever that came out. Ninety five. Oh my gosh! I, my throat hurts. And of course, they this. also said that Charles Martinet is going to appear in some different roles. I imagine yeah. he's going to. It's gonna be like a Stanley style cameo. Yeah. He's probably gonna say it's a me in it. I feel like there was one person that we were missing. It's yes, uh, Sebastian Maniscalco. Man- Maniscalco yes. will voice Spike, which is kind of like, uh, I guess, Spike's in this movie. Yeah. But how are they? <sighs> Anything is possible. <laughs> Anything is possible. This is and... truly. It's this is mind-boggling. <laughs> Earth shattering. This is like Borderlands I, to the nth degree. I've I've no idea what this movie is going to be. This I, is just insanity. At this point, at this point, I don't want to see what the voice cast would be if they decide to do a Zelda movie. I do <laughs> because I need, we. I need we, more of this insanity pumped into my brain. Because we would get Chris Evans as Link. Yes, for <laughs> oh. sure. Which, I mean... Zelda would be... Uh, Scarlett Johansson. Oh, <laughs> of course. I don't... I would hope no, I not. More, but uh, what's the uh, what's her name? From what's she playing? Place? Emily Blunt. Uh, yes, Emily Blunt uh, is Zelda. Navi, Navi would be Aquafina. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I both love that and hate that. Yeah, that's it's inspired uh, casting. It's real, and it, but and it like it, it lines up with the way that they've done these. Ah, uh, uh, Epona would be Danny DeVito. <laughs> you gotta stop. No, oh. Danny DeVito would be King Zora. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zelda yeah. should have been Deandra. Listen, let's just oh, cast no, this no, It's no, Always no, no, Sunny no, no, no. cast. No, 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 no. Uh, I, no. No. <laughs> oh. oh, my gosh. Man. Oh, I don't, I don't even know where to go with this podcast from here, honestly. Yeah, because it's, it's such, and, like, bringing in Donkey Kong and Cranky Kong means the implication of the implications. Diddy Kong and Dixie Kong possibly being in it. Yes. Yep. Like or Funky in the Kong. future. Funky Kong. Like played by yes. uh what's his face? 
Lincoln guy. <laughs> what was his name? Matthew McConaughey? Yes, Matthew McConaughey. What? Funky Kong. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, and we got to get the rock as King K. Rule. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> or something oh like God. that. Uh, <laughs> God. Man. Uh. This, you know, I thought if you had told me at the beginning of 2021 that David, the Borderlands video game cast, the, the video game movie cast, something is going to top it by the end of the year. I would not have believed well, you. I would not have we guessed already, Mario. We already got the that when with Idris Elba as Knuckles. Okay. The yeah, that's true. Is that's that somehow true. it was Idris Elba as Knuckles was topped. Yeah. <laughs> Where do we go from here? Right. I, I don't think... I don't know if we can. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I'm scared. I'm scared to find yeah. out. Uh, That's not knowledge safe for man. Yeah. Uh, Treading in uh, uh, dangerous yes. territory. Dangerous waters here. But, um, you know, this... It's... I, I don't know if anyone bought the old Dragon Ball Z uh, magazines back in the day where they would, like, dreamcast... Like the the like a live action movie. Oh my god! Dragon like I bought all the fan Dragon Ball Z magazines back in the. We day. already got nice. the perfect live cast for that though. But but it <laughs> stop. But it felt <laughs> it it felt like um like this is some right. up the alley of like, that. Yeah, but it's also it's also weird because. Like some of this is just way too on the nose that you're like, no, you would never pick that for that. It make it, it, w- it would be too obvious. And they're like, nope. We're just gonna, we're just gonna get every one of those people that, you know, are in every movie and put them in the exact roles that you would never, that you you would never think we would stoop so low to do. But not even yeah. stoop so low. It's just like, like it just, it's really hard. It it. It makes perfect and no sense at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And what even is this movie? I just, I just I don't I don't understand. Who knows, man? <laughs> Who knows? Um who's, can't who's wait. gonna vo- voice Yoshi? Uh Yoshi will be Vin Diesel. Because <laughs> it'll be like group. It's it's, uh, it's his yeah. dream. I was and, gonna say uh, D. Bradley Baker. Ba- Baby Bowser will be uh, Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> Hate that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Hate it. Because uh, he'll talk very proper to his dad, and it'll be weird. Yes. What about uh, uh, Toadsworth? <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> oh gosh. What's his name? Michael Caine. Uh, Michael, I was about <laughs> to say Michael Caine. <laughs> What's the guys? What about Wario and Waluigi? Oh, that's definitely Waluigi is Christian Bale. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. And, and and Wario is uh Wario, you really got to go uh inspired and it's probably going to be Josh Gad, which would I be... All right. You want <laughs> You almost made me walk out. 
It's, I yeah, mean... I, I almost set these headphones down and left. It's, I mean... Mm. It's not my fault that the stars lined up that way. Stars aligned. Who's, uh, who's, who's Pauline? Uh, Pauline is definitely ScarJo. Yeah. Or... That's what I was thinking. Uh, you know, Aquafina. Or what about, like, uh, Kristen Wiig? Mmm. Yes. Mm. Or no, Kristen Wiig would be Daisy. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Although uh, Peach Peach skews a lot younger though, so yeah. it would have to be like, uh, like Zendaya. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yep. You got it. <sighs> um, <sighs> and uh, Timothy Chalamet would be Lakitu. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you know. yep. You know, we gotta we gotta throw Tom Holland in here somewhere. He can be uh who can he be? He'll be know. a shy guy. That's what <laughs> He could be the flood device. <laughs> oh just... my god, he's flood. <laughs> oh. oh that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh but man. how many movies are we gonna get with Chris Pratt and Tom Holland? Talking to each other. Oh, I mean, too many. Oh. another one. But who is who is Egad then? I was just wondering who's Egad. Josh Gad. No, no, no. He's Josh pulling Gad. double duty. <laughs> <laughs> but this is solely because of the Gad thing. Egad uh, has has to be uh Egad can be um um Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's that's inspired. I'll take that. I can hear it already. So if you've got any other Mario casting <laughs> Inspired ideas, casting. Yeah. Let, let, us, know. let us know. We'll just read them out. <laughs> we, honestly, we yeah, could make send it, it a... to suplexestix at gmail.com. We could do we'll this Make it for a section hours. of the show. Uh, <laughs> and if you want to uh, ex- extend into other Nintendo franchises. Yeah, please. Give me F-Zero we'll casting. <laughs> please. Oh no, we're not. That is The Rock. The Rock would absolutely be Captain Falcon. Yes. Um... So we appreciate you listening. Send your voice cast list to <laughs> suplexistics at gmail.com or put them in the Discord and we will note it for later uh, if you think you have the perfect casting for video game characters. Uh, and we uh, appreciate you listening to our madness and uh, we will talk to you guys next week. Goodbye. Bye. See ya.